Right now, I want to talk athletes speaking out on social issues. Is it a turnoff for you? And if so, why? 13, 13, 55. One of the reasons being read yesterday that big companies are starting to balk at paying the big bucks for naming rights because they just don't know what they're going to be getting as far as individual athletes speaking out. And we use the Alita Energy sponsorship of Australian cricket as case in point when all of a sudden the captain of Australian cricket starts talking out about climate change and energy providers and how they should be looking at who they partner with. You don't want that, do you? Or do you want athletes speaking up about social issues? I mean, they're part of society, a society in which we live in. They have a platform and everyone has entitled to an opinion. Is it a turnoff? Do they lose their credibility as far as branding and marketing? I wouldn't think so because looking at Code Sport, what they produced over the last couple of weeks about the most marketable athlete in this country, and it is Pat Cummins. And this comes after the Alinta Energy speak out. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. On the line right now is Tristan Hay. And he's from THM. And he is the general manager of that. Now, he was a big part of putting this list together for Code Sport. Tristan, good morning to you. Can we just talk through athletes and their markability? How was this list compiled and how do we rank and rate them? Yeah, good day, Ben. Um, yeah, so the list was compiled through a number of different measures. Um, again, primarily all through data. So um, there was a big audit done on social the athletes' social media accounts. Um, there was a lot of research done on their on their brand and their kind of net worth um, established through some of their, their existing sponsor sponsorship deals. Um, I should say it's very it was very much kind of um, retrospective the last twelve months. So obviously up until this point, so it's not kind of future looking. Um, and I guess someone like Pat Cummins, obviously the captain of Australia, um, is probably the most high-profile position in Australian sport. Um, um, you know, which I think is probably why he uh, he came up on top. Because one of the big head scratches for I guess fans and and media alike is that we we want athletes to be characters, we want them to have personalities, we want them to actually speak their mind. We don't want them to be robots. Yet the first time they start mentioning anything to do with uh, social. Uh, issues, we jump on them. So is there a balance here and can that affect one, a sport, but then also an athlete's marketability? Yeah, I mean, I think, you've, I think we, again, we kind of have to go backwards. I mean, you know, whether we agree with it or not, sport's always been intrinsically linked to um, kind of activism and, and political movement going all the way back to Muhammad Ali and, um, you know, some of, you know, Nikki Winmar and, and other kind of athletes in Australia as well. Like um, athletes always have a voice and, and quite often you'll see them use the platform in sport um, as an opportunity uh, to kind of shine light on what they're passionate about and what, what their beliefs are. Um, so again, I mean, I think in terms of their marketability, um, you know, some brands like, will obviously like that will kind of buy into the sense of uh, authenticity um, and the fact that they're genuine and they stand for what they believe in. Whereas others, you know, to your point in the intro might shy away from that and, and take a more conservative approach um, you know, and, and kind of deviate and maybe, uh, yeah, be a little bit more, um, I guess, protective of their brand and how and who they associate it with. What, what, what are you hearing in the marketplace? Is there a, a, a brands balking at, at putting money into sports per se rather than athletes as individuals because they just don't know what they're going to get? 
Yeah, I mean, I think, I think again, we're kind of in an era of athlete empowerment um, at the moment. So, again, if you, you kind of look across world sport, there's a real trend in, in fan engagement now um, with people kind of starting to support athletes just as much as our teams. Um, again, it's quite Australia. We're very used to kind of having our team and, and, you know, regardless of whether a player transfers from one team or another, always going to stick six solid to that team. What we're seeing in the US and in the UK, you know, Premier League football and, and Big Bash and NBA and NFL is fans, you know, basically just backing a player. And, and when that player may tra- get traded or change teams, they're, they're basically jumping teams. And the same thing can kind of be said in terms of how I think brands are kind of looking at their support or their, their kind of commercial sport, uh, commercial support in sport. Um, some will want to associate with an athlete um, and a player, um, and that's that's great for them, whereas others again, may want to, um, you know, buy into the vision of this team and the success of that team. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably been the greatest shift is that I don't think we're going to see brands jump off supporting teams. Um, you know, I don't think it's kind of doomsday for those for those big brands, but I definitely think we're going to see, um, you know, again, brands kind of taking uh, maybe a more fluid approach to how they invest in sport and, and you know, possibly giving up some of their budget so that, they can kind of represent or they can be represented by some of the athletes that believe in the same values that they've got while at the same time getting the kind of exposure that, you know, the front of jersey of a Broncos or a Lions or, a you know, a Suns jersey can give you. All right, so this is the new normal. That This is what we're, we're transitioning out of following teams is into following and listening to athletes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I think Australia is kind of unique just because we're a sporting culture and we've all been brought up, you know, with our favourite team and, um, and, and got our childhood heroes that we're always going to support. And again, it's kind of, you know, I like to use an example over in, in the US of, uh, you know, of Kevin Durant, who's an NBA player, um, you know, arguably one of the greatest players of all time, um, you know, but he, he kind of cops a lot of criticism because he kind of just jump, chops and changes teams depending on whether or not they think, you know, he thinks they can win or not. Um, and, you know, it's, we, we've kind of got, I saw Jack White overnight had some comments about, you know, possibly, you know, leaving the Raiders and, and going to another team. You know, a kind of similar narrative, like the opportunity to win a comp, which obviously um, is going to frustrate a lot of Canberra fans. Um, but at the same time, again, whether we agree with it or not, athletes now have a voice. Um, and, you know, I think they, they, you know, if it's if it's in their character, if they want to win, they want to give the best possibility and the best opportunity to do that. Um, and again, some brands and some teams may support that. Others, you know, maybe not so much. Tristan, absolute pleasure to be picking your brains. Appreciate your time. Great to talk to you again. Tristan Hay, the Managing Director of THM Sport. He's been in Nick Curios's corner. Uh, he's worked with the NBA, the NRL. He's the man in the know. So is this a turnoff for you? A- athletes speaking their minds. You've just heard from the marketing guru. What about you as a fan? 13, 13, 55.